Hey everyone, welcome back to the Reclamation Podcast, part of the Spirit and Truth Podcast Network, where our goal is to help you reclaim good practices for faith and life. We believe that through intentional conversation, we can help you unpack a deeper relationship with God. Today, we're going to get a little bit personal. We're going to talk about what it means to live one day at a time. I'm going to share a little bit of my recovery story with you if you've never heard it before. And we're going to get into how this could really be the ultimate act of worship. But first, let me just remind you, if you haven't yet hit that subscribe button, please do so wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, leave a rating or review on iTunes or Spotify. And the highest compliment you can give us share this episode with a friend. Um, also, you know, I know we've talked about this maybe too much, but uh, I would love to hear your feedback. So if you have thoughts on the episode, hit me up on the Instagram. It's probably where I do the most stuff at TWMilt, at TWMilt on Instagram. It's a great way to connect with me. I post something on Monday, on Tuesday, on Thursday, and then I'm in my stories pretty regularly. So, you know, lots of ways to connect, lots of ways for us to continue to build community. Also, if you haven't yet joined the Spirit and Truth Living the Faith Facebook group, um, I post a lot of things in there too. So that's kind of where I'm living on the internet right now. Uh, Facebook group, Living the Faith, and on Instagram at TWMilt. All right, so let's jump into today's topic. We're going to talk about one day at a time as an act of worship. One day at a time as an act of worship. And um, let me just tell you that I identify as someone who's got really bad coping mechanisms. Can I get an amen? Right? Like, um, I just really struggle sometimes with what coping looks like. And so uh, almost nine years ago, September 9th, it'll be nine years I decided to stop drinking because of a church position I was holding. And so maybe you've been there before where you've been convicted by something at work to change a behavior. And um, I decided that I was going to stop drinking. Now, when people ask me about my drinking, um, they're always like, well, were you an alcoholic? And let me just say this. The big book, the Alcoholics Anonymous book, defines an alcoholic as anyone who desires to quit drinking um, and struggles to do so. And that was definitely me. Now, I wasn't the kind of alcoholic that um, was drinking five times a week, seven times a week. That wasn't me, but I was a binge drinker. Maybe you can identify. So when I went in for one, I might as well have two. And if I'm in for two, let's have four. And if you're going to do four, let's just do eight. And if you're in for eight, you might as well just do the whole case. Right. That was the way that I drank. I'm kind of an all or nothing guy. And so early on in my recovery, um, I had a lot of judgments about how I wasn't that bad of an alcoholic. I had a lot of confusion. I had a lot of voices in my head being like, man, don't talk about what you're going through because people are going to judge you because it's not as bad as everyone else. And if you've ever been in that room, if you've ever been in that space or place, you know that people are very vulnerable with their rock bottom stories and people share them and it's moving and it's life giving and it feels a lot like the way the church should feel. And yet, um, if you don't have that story, it's like, oh, well, you know, I guess my story's not that bad. Maybe I shouldn't tell it. But yet the, 
the voices in my head, kind of what they call the itty bitty committee in your head, like that was real and the pain was real and the figuring out how I was going to continue in my life with this change in coping mechanisms was very real. And there was one phrase that really, that I heard in one of those rooms that really changed my life. And it was this, one day at a time. One day at a time, right? And that one phrase became a way for me to deal with stress, anxiety, and it became probably the most important coping mechanism that I still have today. And so as I was wrestling with this, I began to wrestle with the question, is it biblical? Is it biblical for us to live one day at a time? And today I want to challenge you that not only is it biblical, it is an act of worship for us to live one day at a time. And today's text comes from Matthew 6, chapter 33. It says this, But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Verse 34, this is real important. Underline this in your Bible. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. I'm going to read verse 34 one more time because I think that there's somebody right now listening who needs to hear it. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow has enough worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So how do we get to one day at a time as an act of worship? How do we make this part of our daily Christian life? And so I think that we can't get to one day at a time unless you know why you're living the day you're in. Amen? Right? Why are you living the day you're in? Why are you living one day at a time? Well, Matthew 6 is in the middle of the Sermon on the Mount, and Jesus is giving his followers instructions on how to live a Christian life. Right? Matthew 6, 33 through 34 does something really important. It answers the question, why? Why? Why are you living one day at a time? Well, verse 34 starts with the word, therefore. Right? So, therefore, right, we have to go back and look what it's there for. Right? So, verse 33 is about seek first his kingdom, his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, right? So, anytime you see in scripture the word therefore, you have to ask the question, what's it there for? Well, we go back and we see that it's about seeking first his kingdom, seeking first his righteousness. Said another way, when you live for the Lord today, you don't have to worry about tomorrow. It is the ultimate act of worship. It's signifying that Jesus is Lord and you are not. It's a coping mechanism. It's a way of life. It's keeping one ear to the natural and one ear to the supernatural, as one of my mentors says. Right, So when I'm keeping one ear to the natural, I'm paying attention to the world, but I'm keeping one ear to the supernatural. I'm acknowledging that Jesus is Lord of all of my life. One day at a time as an act of worship is a reminder to each and every one of us that the Lord is in charge of this day. The Lord is in charge of this day, and tomorrow the Lord will be in charge of that too because he was in charge before I got here. He's in charge after I got here. He's in charge of everything. So when we talk about living one day at a time, it's not about giving up. It's not about 
retreating. It's about surrendering to the lordship of Jesus, signifying that Jesus is Lord of every part of my life, of the good parts, of the bad parts, of all the things in between. So how do we do that in practice? Well, if you go back an episode when I talked about disciplines, I believe this really starts with your morning routine. So every morning I get up, I pray, I acknowledge that Jesus Jesus is Lord of today. He's in charge of today. I'm not in charge, right? That's one of the things that I have to tell myself all the time. Maybe you're the same way. Maybe you're not. But I have to continually tell myself, Tony, you're not in charge here. Tony, you're not in charge here. So Jesus is Lord over everything. And that means as I seek his righteousness, as I seek his kingdom, as Matthew points out, then Everything that I do is about submitting to the Lord's authority today, and I don't get to question what the Lord is going to do tomorrow. Now, I can wonder, I can uh, be curious, but it's not my job to put things in motion for tomorrow if I'm following the Lord today, because if I'm following in the Lord today, then he's going to set me up for tomorrow. He's going to set me up for the day after. He's going to set me up for the life to come. Living one day at a time is about saying, today is the Lord's day, and I'm going to give everything I have to the Lord. So the argument with my kids today, I'm going to give it to the Lord. The argument with my wife, I'm going to give it to the Lord. Uh, My successes today, I'm going to give it to the Lord, right? The good parts of the day, the bad parts of the day, I'm going to give it to the Lord, and I'm not going to worry about tomorrow because I've already preemptively decided that that day belongs to the Lord too. As I think about this a lot in scripture, I think about the emotional roller coaster that is Holy Week, Easter, right? Could you imagine if you tried to worry about Easter? Because each day of Holy Week is an emotional roller coaster, the crucifixion. Could you imagine being one of Jesus' disciples on the crucifixion day? That day was for sure, for sure, an emotional day. And if you were a disciple trying to control the outcome, you would have never guessed what was going to come. Then you go to Saturday, what we call the day of silence, when seemingly God was quiet. Man, and we've all had seasons like that in our lives. Or feels like God's not saying anything. But if Jesus is Lord of today, then that's my response. That's my coping mechanism. Right, so the crucifixion is a day of pain, and we've all had those, and Jesus needs to be in charge of those days. And Saturday is the day of silence, and that's a season of waiting, and we've all had days like that. You might be in that season right now. But guess what? Sunday's coming. Right? So if you have the crucifixion day and you have the day of silence, then then you get to have the empty tomb day. Where the resurrection Lord and the the stone's been rolled away and the tomb is empty. And God is with us. See, living one day at a time is acknowledging there are going to be days that feel like the crucifixion. There are going to be days that feel like the day of silence. But there are also going to be days that feel like the empty tomb. Man, I love those days. The empty tomb days are my favorite. But regardless of whether it's a Friday, a Saturday, or Sunday, or crucifixion, a day of silence, or an empty tomb... The day belongs to the Lord, so I don't have to own it. Friends, you don't have to own it. 
as the the gospel writer says, each day has enough trouble of its own. You don't have to own the pain. You don't have to own the silence and you don't have to get credit for the empty tomb. And so today I just want to challenge you. Who's ready to start living one day at a time for the Lord? I've got almost nine years sober. In September of 2022, it'll be nine years. And people always ask me, do you think you'll not drink forever? Because I'll be honest, I was a pretty good drinker. I thought I was pretty funny. Um, I'm, I'm louder and gregarious when I'm sober. You can only imagine me when I'm drinking. And this is what I'll say. Um, I don't know if me not drinking is forever, but I know that me not drinking is for today. And today I'm just going to give it to the Lord. And if one day the Lord wakes me up and says, okay, Tony, I want you to drink today, then I'll do it. But I'm just living each day for the Lord's the best I can in the messy middle. And when I fail, I fail and I just reboot, start over the next day because each day has enough trouble on its own, right? The Lord provides for us. The Lord is Lord of every day. So, friends, I pray that you have the courage to start living one day at a time. I pray that you step out faithfully and let the Lord be Lord of everything. I'm so thankful to be on this journey with each and every one of you. I pray that Matthew 6 speaks to you as much as it spoke to me. And hey, if you're struggling to live one day at a time, uh, hit me up. Let me know. I'd love to pray for you. We're on this journey together. We're in this community together, and I'm thankful to be here with you. As always, um, the best compliment you can give us, share this episode with a friend, maybe somebody who you want to live one day at a time with. I think there's opportunities for us to grow in community this way. I'm thankful for you. I'm praying for you. Uh, If you haven't yet checked out Spirit and Truth, please do so. The Spirit and Truth Podcast Network is brought to you. It's a ministry of Spirit and Truth. You can learn more about them at spiritandtruth.life. We're also a 501c3. So if you're looking for a charity to support, um, consider supporting what God is doing through this platform at spiritandtruth.life. All your donations are tax deductible. Uh, you can go to spiritandtruth.life slash give to become one of our partners. Thank you guys so much. Praying for you. And remember, friends, if you want to follow Jesus, You must be willing to move.